Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. you by be simply in addition we're gonna merge the two of the new moon lunation meditation and we're entering into the sixth cycle in accordance with tibetan tradition and as we go a little bit deeper into this dharma talk we will touch on the new moon also so the focus point of this dharma talk is to rejoice and also the shakedown. It's, it's juicy. It's really exciting. It's going to take strength from each and every one of you that are listening and inclined to hold your inner power. And so the beautiful part about this is that each and every one of you on this planet have the opportunity to reclaim your inner power. And that essence is your soul and the soul is the captain to your eternal flight through the universe through this planetary system and it is also what can help keep you in check so the first point of this is that there's this shakedown happening and we touched on it in the last uh talk i gave about polishing your mirror and purifying and it's really really valuable to continue to dive deeper into that to lean into that building your strength because these veils are quickly 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 dropping and it's going to keep going faster that you want to have a good deep relationship with your soul and irregardless of what you think you know and what you might be attached to understand that it will shift and change and I'm a big advocate for knowing however I read this beautiful quote I don't have it in front of me from a friend of mine uh, that's she was quoting someone else but it was about knowing and so there's this difference between knowing and believing as we've talked about like if you believe in Santa Claus although factually speaking there's not a Santa Claus that visits your kid's house every Christmas until you tell them there's no Santa, right? So so the kids believe in this and you're helping them believe it by participating in the fable or the fantasy or the idea of it because it's fun, right? It's fun to surprise your children and give them something they might enjoy, all of that. Now, when we talk about knowing, there's this aspect that you know something like you get to know someone and you might get to know them for a bit of time and think you know them and maybe something changes or there's an aha or there's a reveal they were hiding something or let's say it's not a person let's say it's a subject matter you get to know a subject matter and then you get a new body of information so you add that to your knowing and it keeps changing so knowing is that based on the information that you have in the given moment, that's what you know. And, and the knowing is corroborated with what would be called facts. They're, they're things that are the is, you know, we're not going to go too deep into that 
you know, existential conversation around the knowing at this moment. So understand that when you know something, there has to be a willingness to evolve and change with that knowing. And that's why there aren't any absolutes because we're given new information all the time. And especially right now, during this grand awakening, many are becoming aware that that which they were informed about uh, through education, through maybe theologically, through even their family life, all these things that they were not shown really the truth as to, let's say, history or maybe you're a grown adult and still believe in Santa Claus. That's fine. That's your choice. (laughs) But what's happening right now is that all these constructs were built upon each other. And so I encourage you to get grounded in your soul, your inner knowing, knowing thyself. And if you haven't taken the time to contemplate and dive a little deeper into your eternal being, this is the time to do it. And then you can really dive into what you absolutely know, not what someone's told you, but things you've actually touched on in this lifetime that you have interacted with in a way that from the spiritual realm to the physical realm, they cooperate. You, you have an aha around it and you have a feedback loop. So that'll help be a guiding, um, light during this shakedown. So you may ask, what is this big shakedown? So as all this stuff filters out and some of it can get really confusing and even the mind can want to shut down because it's like, I can't handle anymore and I don't know what to believe. And you don't really want to believe anything with blind faith. You want to approach every moment and with just full heart, meaning like of love and connecting to all that is uh, divine and pure you can use whatever word you want and then you want to have an open mind just a clear mind and letting go of the stories you've told yourself before here the ones that you have convinced yourself as truth and so this is where the shakedown happens is because all these layers of storytelling are about to crumble and a lot of them are held up by an overarching pathology from a psychopath, sociopath, and that big narcissistic word that's been used a lot. And, you know, before we got too much into this terminology, for those that know me well, I call this the Barbie factor. Uh, And no offense to the Barbie in the box, but (laughs) basically that is this like, fake idea of something that doesn't really exist again like santa claus it's like this uh statue of something that doesn't exist what happens when we grasp whether you want to look like a barbie doll whether you want to look like a ken doll whether you want to look like a big bird it doesn't really matter it's this grasping for an exterior shell that is not reflective of who you are. And as a society, this is what we've we've collectively constructed is these masks and these delusions that have created a lot of storytelling, a lot of uh, manipulation and delusion. And so 
as we go through the shakedown, those that are really wearing those masks of those statues that they glorify and want to be. And this can happen just in mainstream trending society, all aspects and industries. It can happen in a theological world. All these things can cause people to put on all these layers that aren't truly them. And so what that has imprint has led is generations of discarding what's most valuable for all of us is just the presence that we can give one another and ourself. It's resulted in many people going down two different paths, meaning there was part of society that really was strong in the aspect of being maybe discarded and the other part of society that wasn't. So they started putting these layers and masks because they didn't know who or what their identity is. It's not to blame anyone. It just is at this point. And we are going to go through this process that will start to really shore up and support those that have been most manipulated. So it's kind of like, you know, if we look at the universe, it's spiraling through space and maybe you're on first plate in a baseball game and someone's at second and third plate. And then there's a catcher behind home plate, first plate. And, you know, it just keeps going round and round. And then you have people coming in from the dugout, you switch sides, you get to play all the parts. So it's kind of like that. We've all played probably all the parts. We don't know. But wherever you are in this game, that's where you are. And so if you've been, especially in this lifetime, in uh, the victim role, the scapegoating role, that you've been in the enabling role, that all these things, we've all pl been playing a role, then you are going to be afforded the opportunity to step out of that role, reclaim your soul, reclaim your free will, and no longer participate in that game. And that's the beginning of the shakedown. And so what that does is all of a sudden half the team isn't playing the game anymore on the baseball field. So what more than likely will happen as this shakedown happens is the team left on the field might try to create two more teams to distract all of those not on the field. I really encourage you not to go into the grandstands. I encourage you to get on with it. Really connect to what your gifts are, where you're intended to serve the world at large and allow that shakedown to continue in that metaphorical space uh, in its own privacy, meaning that you don't, uh, I don't know, get pleasure out of watching this moment because it has to work itself out. So be excited that if you're in the position and with the awareness to step out of the game, please do so. And if you need support healing and if you need support finding your footing and reclaiming your power, please reach out or find someone. I'm happy to help or direct you to a place that can assist you if I'm not that person, but it's really important you leave the stadium. And the reason that is, is then that diminishes that hold that it's had on the majority of humanity. 
And then those beings have to figure out their stuff because they don't have the people to feed off of. They don't have the stories and the lies and the manipulations to tell anymore to they could tell to each other, but it will work itself out. So during that shakedown, it it'll be interesting, but please just remember this. Try not to look, try not to like celebrate it. Just leave. And then this is where the rejoicing happens. So because we've gone through this process in humanity where there's been a lot of competition and the all these modalities, the seven deadly sins are a great like chart to look at since those have all been there, just teasing us, keeping us from vir- virtue. I encourage you to sit with yourself and really look in and see where is my virtue? What is that like? at the front what that's really important to me and when i work with clients i'll say let's come up with your your code of ethics choose three things that are really important to you and so if you do that if you choose these things and i always hear honesty truth uh not always but those are predominantly something that comes up typically when people choose let's say those words it's an indicator that that's an area where they need to do the work You know, they want honesty, but they need to learn to be honest with themselves. So whatever it is for you, I want you to look at that and really put your attention there. Say, okay, how can I find myself and welcome myself to come into virtue with myself first? And then during this process, I welcome you to be supportive of one another to literally rejoice in each other's efforts, whatever they might be. Because the game that's concluding over there has been designed to really create envy, which is one of the largest, darkest energies that is used by the... the, the psychopaths, the sociopaths, and those that fell into narcissistic pathologies. Now, for those that are in their 20s to 30s, this is really important if you are in that age range and you're listening. This is naturally a hedonistic time for you. This is naturally a narcissistic time for you because this is energy in a healthy state helps you create who you are in the world, not to manipulate people, but just to give yourself some sense of this is who I am and this is how I express myself in the world. And it's not based on trends. It's not based on digital manipulation or trying to keep up with the Joneses or trying to look like someone else. It's really an inner expression of you to the outside world. And so anything that you see in pop culture, the fashion magazines, those are all manipulations attempting to take you away from your inner self and guiding you to cooperate with a direction and agenda. And so sometimes these directions or agendas are 
like feel good things, like doing good things for people or having compassion for someone that's maybe in a, a difficult place that maybe they're discriminated on. There is absolute value to helping one another, but be aware of the manipulation, especially when it comes across sound bites. And you'll hear it if you're, you practice being an active listener, you will see and hear people say the same thing over and over and over like a robot. And I listen a lot daily for my job with the people I work with. I've been listening for almost two decades, a lot of hours, and you will be surprised at how much in a one-on-one space and in the external world, how programmed humanity is. So that's part of the additional part of the shakedown is people are unprogramming themselves and finding their way. And it, it takes a lot of courage to do this. So for the 20 to 30 year olds, it's really that window. It's really important that A, you spend some time really getting clear with your soul and you get yourself straight in the mind and the heart and you allow yourself to metamorphose into your expression and it'll continue to evolve, but there's a key tipping point towards the end of the 20s into the 30s where you'll start to really be able to own that. And so for all of you, I will pray for you all. I pray for the whole world, but I'll pray for you all because this is going to be a little bit more precarious because it's almost like you need to shut out, especially these devices that have many of you by the mind and the heart. Um, So parents and community out there really start taking your younger generations out to dinners, to activities that don't involve technology and have conversations, be willing to have 360 degree conversations so that we can assist this generation right now. Cause it's, they've already been through a lot. We all have been through a lot, but it's really going to jostle them because it's a natural thing that should be happening, but we're shaking it down in a way that it could um, be destabilizing to this 10 year generation. So as Simply put, you want to, one, really dive into your spiritual practice, whether that's in nature, whether it's theologically based, whether it's spiritually based and you want to define that, that's fine. Just to really get a deep, grounded understanding and be willing to unprogram and not gloat or look or get pleasure out of seeing what's going on in the game that you just left. From there rejoice with one another, rejoice over each other. And if you're used to being competitive and envious, drop that. You, the remedy is rejoicing. If the mind goes to judgment, if the mind goes to putting someone down, if the mind want, goes to gossiping, just go to rejoice. Be like how great that is for them. Like amazing. Look at them go rejoice. And even if you suspect they're one of the players that snuck out from that game, that's okay. Just rejoice, rejoice. We're, we're not going to get anywhere by running in a circle with each other and keep pointing fingers. And so the, the two will work hand in hand and it will bring up emotions for all of us. 
because what's happening is we are doing this ancestral healing. It's peeling off many of us that have chosen a path of inner work and self being self-aware and it's uncomfortable. So there will be opportunities to have uncomfortable conversations with each other, with your friends, with your family, with your siblings. Yet I encourage you to turn in, don't turn out, don't run away, do it different than you have before and welcome each other to really engage in the conversation. And if you can, even after those conversations, walk around it so you can see it from the other person's perspective. Of course, we all, I think on some level, have wanted it to be our way, right? Like, oh, I hope it's my way. However, that's when we're relating with someone else, it's not going to be 100% your way or 100% my way. There has to be compromise. Otherwise, you can just go for a walk in the woods by yourself and use that time just to be with yourself, which is fantastic. But when you're engaging with the world at large, understand it's like a beautiful dance, you know, and you can set the music, be what you want to dance to. So with that being said, you'll have the shakedown happening, a big shakedown happening over here for yourself. You'll be having your own shakedown and deprogramming happening and then redirecting your attention to those things you want to create and rejoice. So the other aspect of rejoice is to like give thanks, like kiss the earth, be like, wow, thank goodness I am awakening to my true potential. Thank goodness I'm awakening. I may not know everything, but I'm awakening to who I am in relationship to all of this. And together, we will be redefining the, the world that we're living in, not based on control, not based on manipulation, not based on these energies that have been expressing an overreach into your free will and your ability to contribute equally as we all have the same amount of energy to give. No one's better than anyone else. We, we may act or behave, I should say, a little bit better than others, but we all have the same amount of energetic field. And so we are at the end period where we start to decide if we want to unplug from these energies that have been living off our life force. So it's not to say it's going to be um, all over after this lunar cycle or in the next week, but it's a process and it's a process that's taken a while to get here. So be patient with the process and be disciplined to it if you're motivated by it. So before we go into the silent meditation, I want to mention that we are at a new moon. And the reason I do the soul and luna cycles is because the sun, no matter how we want to define it or what it is, it's impacting us. All right. I think most people will maybe can agree to that. And then we know that when we stand on the earth and the trees are impacted by the sun, and then we have this lunate lunar object that also is impacting us. Now, some people have different feelings and theories, hypothesis about the moon. Irregardless, 
it's having an impact on this ecosystem. Now, the reason I encourage you to really listen deeply to you is because as some information is revealed, you might start having a different relationship with our celestial bodies. You may or may not. However, by knowing yourself and then starting to see how it's impacting your ecosystem, you will continue to align and calibrate with yourself and the world around you. And it kind of looks like this, meaning that as you calibrate some of these energies of the past that have been feeding off humanity at large, you won't allow it because you see it, you know it. And so as we get stronger and stronger as a human species collectively, things will shift. That knowing that I spoke of will shift and there will be a new knowing. All the, the smoke and mirrors and the AI and the false leaders and the fake actors and all of that will be changing. And that's exciting because we get to start to create, we get to start to create freely the change we want to see in the world. And it, it requires each and every one of us to put our attention there. So the healing that we're all collectively doing right now, it's definitely going to be bringing up emotions, but rejoice in that. Rejoice that you get to clear your, your system. Give thanks. Put down those stories that don't serve you. Put down all of it. What anyone did to you, just put it down. Take a deep breath. Give each other a hug. And be ready to give other people a hug too as they go through their own awakening. And then finally, one of the best tools I've found in my own journey is a soft gaze. Humility is a beautiful friend. Because that word narcissist, narcissism, is it gets very prideful. And so in the 20s or 30s that we talked about, that's a natural time to uh, start to feel full of self and start to find your sea legs with life. Yet this opportunity to soften the gaze and feel into that, but then to soften it because too much will overpower. And this is why we've been misled by celebrities and leaders and all these things that stand up in a big form and we freely give our energy to them versus really holding your energy and being very mindful with where you want to place it. And so with that being said, let's, let's place our energy just in our own heart for right now. And I'm going to welcome each and every one of you to rise up into a seated position and then taking a nice gentle breath in and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. 
and exhale. And then gently from there, just welcoming you to follow your natural breathing pattern.
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart. and out again inhale and exhale one more inhale and exhale And then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center, gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale and exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, just bring your awareness back to my speaking voice. And feel free to stay where you're at. Or you can rise up into a seated position when you're ready. And then just taking another deep breath in and out. Again, inhale and exhale. And I'd like to remind each and every one of you in this moment that you have the capacity and the power to be an instrument of peace. And there's nothing that needs to be grasped for. It's an allowing. There's no need to have rigidity I welcome you to find that suppleness in your mind and your body and your heart and your willingness to see where you can be of service as inspired practice from there until next time. I want to give thanks to random rap Dante Marino and Kadri Scott for your contribution to this segment and thank you all for listening in and until next time this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart a soft gaze a deep bow and a namaste be simply what makes it beautiful the way it is the way it looks at you the way it lives the way it feels
easy to follow Beauty is as beauty does until tomorrow